you start to like be able to do like actionable things so yeah. like you can you know you're aware of your surroundings you're aware of like the people that are around you you become yeah. friends with people you lose friends and like when you hit that 16 and 19 or 15 and 19 going like freshman to senior year like you learn so much about who the people you want yeah. are in your life and then you learn that those friends aren't gonna be there you know during oh college because they're gone so i'll show you when i first started this is when that's my first year selling insurance yeah i was looking at that 114 so 114 and then i graduated high school 2017 so that's my diploma yeah and then this is my second year selling insurance 40. 40 yes sir that's the third and then year. that was like 500 300 yeah. yeah and then this was last year but Crazy last year bro. was a little slow so i'll probably make one one million like because that's this is a partnership so yeah, it's yeah, yeah. You so just it's cut like half. a 50 50 yeah exactly yeah last year we did a little less so i bet we probably made about two million dollars in the business so probably a million each just through that but yeah bro that was it we, we were recording Cool. And the audio, everything's good? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, bro, but let's talk about you. So, born and raised. Where were you born and raised? Um, born and raised in Ashpen, Wisconsin. Yeah. Small, like, town, like, of, like, a thousand people. My grandparents, like, own a bunch of real estate, so yeah. we kind of, like, built a house out there yeah. on one of their lots and stuff. Cool. Grew up out there for, like, eight years. Parents got divorced and then separated, and then dad moved to... Brookfield mom stayed like in Oconomowoc area. Is Brookfield around here or is that Wisconsin? Uh, Wisconsin. Like okay. between, if you think of like Milwaukee, Madison, yeah. I was like between those two. Okay, so. cool. Do you want to switch your headset so that thing isn't choking you? Yeah, sure. Do you just switch it to the other ear? Yeah. I do that all the time. I, I fucking hate the wires personally. Oh, I was looking at the left, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you just throw that on? That way it's not choking you. Like yeah. they're already a pain in the ass. So and then, so they're both in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. And then, which one are you closest with? Um, probably father. Dad. Yeah. What's so? What's he do now? Um, he actually, <clears throat> he has ARVD, so arrhythmia right ventricular dysplasia of the heart. Okay. So it's a rare cardiomyopathic um, disease where the lower right ventricle, yeah. um, the septum, which is like the walls in the heart, so you have like four walls. Yeah. And that one basically it's all scar tissue now okay so in order to keep his heart like beating and stuff yeah they had to like put a defibrillator pacemaker in it yeah so he has like leads going into the heart and then basically you know you got the rota that goes like up into your chest yeah. and um so that right ventricle with the scar tissue um it gets a lot of blood clots since yeah. uh when a clot happens strokes happen so yeah. he kind of lives at mayo clinic now okay. and he's just kind of a case study like guinea pig kind of yeah. yeah so how often do you see him and talk to him um i see him like once every three months yeah yeah we just like drive up there and yeah. do you guys talk yeah we talk on the phone like daily okay so yeah and it, so how old are you 20 just 20. turned 20 and December then 14 and then how'd you get out here again um i decided in march i was gonna open my own fitness company yeah so me and my i have a twin brother um, and then four other siblings. So okay. kind of a big family. Are um, you guys, are you and your twin the youngest? Uh, middle. Middle? So we're identical twins. So. Okay. Yeah. So he plays college football. Um, 
and we were both put on scholarship there. So yeah. I decided I wanted to leave and kind of caused like a ripple effect and stuff like moving away and stuff. I wanted to try, you know, going to Iowa, playing in Iowa at like a small school, like private, but get like my business degree and stuff and yeah. like sports analyst and stuff. Yeah. And um, that just didn't work out. Just like some transcript issues and stuff. Yeah. So I came home and thought about it for a while and fitness has like always been like the lifestyle now is your brother same size as you no he's way bigger he's bigger than you bro he's 240 is that the one on the fitness page on is dr physique or yeah physique? that's me that's, that's me you. yeah let's look up your brother there's yeah, no yeah, way yeah. how what are you yeah, wearing right now um so i hit a peak cut of like 169 i was like do you must have posted your brother because I thought you posted somebody that said almost two forty or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll show you. I got a picture somewhere. It's on the, it's on the. Grand. Is he now? Is he the same height as you? Um. Yeah, we're both like five eleven. Okay. Jesus so. Christ. Because I'm I'm probably one eighty five, one ninety. Yeah, but you're shredded too. Yeah, but I've, if you added fifty pounds, is your brother cut too, or like is he run around ten? Not gonna lie, he's got he's got some good abs. For yeah, like being two forty. Yeah. yeah. He's this this he's guy baller, in my office. Bro. He just he went from one ninety to two forty in like a month and a half. But uh, that's a little bit of the tremoloni. No, <laughs> he's he's always been kind of big. So he plays running back. This is my boy. He works here. So yeah, he, he, he that's him like a month ago, like one ninety, which does not look like my one ninety. Yeah, this is him like today. Holy shit, bro. Yeah, hop on. Did he hop on anything? Uh, yeah, he got a little couple trend sandwiches. <laughs> Dude, that's kind of baller, though. <laughs> Damn, where's this picture? It's on my page. If it would load. If you look up sure. my my name, Dr. Fuzzy, oh, go scroll the all the way Wi-Fi down. is going to suck here for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So scroll, it's like, all the way here. to I'm the gonna, bottom. I'm going to hand it to you. I'll show you. Do you like uh, True Nutrition Protein? Never tried it. So I'm drinking right now. Really? Yeah. Do you know what it? Do, my boy told me it's a good brand. Have you heard of it? Is no, it I've, n I've actually never heard of True Nutrition. I use a uh, First Form. I I love First Form. Yeah. Andy Frisella. Yeah, Andy Frisella is seventy-five. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm doing right now. Actually, seventy-five hard. So I deleted. Um, I keep you know Instagram because that's how it's your I'm, business. Yeah, it's my business. Yeah. But Snapchat, like. Yeah. Gone. 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 Um, no way I took him down. There's no way. Yeah, I'll just look him up on your phone. How much protein do you try to like eat a day? Like, um per so when I was cutting, I was doing about um one sixty, so yeah. about like one gram per yeah. one pound of um muscle on uh -huh. me. And now I'm doing about three, four hundred. So I'm doing like double two point five. Yeah. But I you know, I personal train, so yeah. I do personal training, I work out twice a day. And, um, so like I need my protein, but I, I'm a big, like emphasis on carbohydrates. Like I love carbohydrates, you know, just a good white rice or, well, just like in general carbohydrates, like, um, glycogen. So yeah. if you think about like glycogen, glycogen, um, is stored in the muscles. So in order to like have a good intense workout, you have to have glycogen, like a carb drink. No. Or so you'll do any type of carbs. I'll do any, like I'll do white rice, but you know, first form they have that, um, Bro, what is that? Um, I do Formula One with 
it's a carbohydrate drink. Yeah. And it's got I like, got one out. I got a first one yeah, carb yeah. drink out there. Yeah, right the now. carb drink. Yeah. Yeah. So I do like two scoops of that. So it's like eighty eight grams of carbs. Yeah. And I'll do that like before my workout, and then I'll take the BCAs which have carbohydrates, so it's like about twenty five grams of carbs. Yeah. So my pumps are just unreal. Yeah. This is Donnie. Of course he doesn't Is he the biggest out of the family? Oh uh, yeah. So me and my twin are definitely in the biggest. Um he Are there other boys or just you? Yeah, so I have an older brother that's becoming a cardiothoracic surgeon. Wow. Sister is becoming a hygienist, di- dental hygienist. Okay. And then he's just, he's trying to go, you know, he thinks he's going to the league, which, you yeah. know, you got to support him. Yeah. So. <laughs> you better not watch this part. That sounded a little, little yeah, dowdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I hope he does. Yeah. I think he does. He's he's big. If if I can find a picture of him. he's 22 then, obviously. Yeah, he's 20. Okay. So he and I, we just, like, started lifting. Well, there he is. He's right there, actually. The guy that is lifting the weights. Oh, okay. So it's not a great picture, but I yeah. took down the other one. So I'll, I'll send it to you later. But yeah. And then what's SMSU? That's where he's a running That's, back? Yeah, Southwest. So he plays at a Division two school. Okay. Uh, he's definitely so. And he's a running back at 240? Yeah, he runs a 4 or 5. No. Flat. Yeah, Swear that's, that's, that's crazy. That's that's where you don't you don't want to tackle somebody like that. Yeah, no. I... I believe he can make it to the league but it's just you know being at a division two school compared to a division one school that's how you have to look at it yeah so it's like his chances are small but he wants you yeah. know he wants to be like that guy yeah yeah so, yeah absolutely yeah so what was growing up for you like um chaotic bro yeah yeah so parents like when they got divorced um main reason was because like my dad was like physically abusive yeah and that kind of just like you know he never physically abused me but siblings wise yeah yeah he like he hit them yeah and that kind of like was the reason why we got into the gym because like our mental health we didn't really have like any other person that was like supporting us so like our family was like super condensed with like my mom so my mom was playing like the father role yeah and, and the mother role so like I never truly had a father growing up yeah. because we kind of cut him out for a long time. That's kind of similar to my story. Both my parents went to jail when I was six, seven. Yeah. So technically my mom went to jail first, and then she got out when I was around eight or nine, and then my dad went to jail for the remainder of my, my childhood. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I haven't had a relationship with him really since I was about six years old because yeah. that's when they divorced. But my mom playing the same role, we're tight like this, but you said you're closer with your dad. So what happened that you – because – you know what I mean? I can yeah, relate yeah. to your story, but I got like this with my mom. Yeah. And I've, I haven't talked to my dad really since I was six. So, like, we hit, like, 13, 14, living with mom. It was great. Like, I love my mom to death. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah. like, um, like my dad, I always had, like, kind of, like, a passionate side. Like, my side is, like, I'm a very compassionate, loving, caring person. I always give people, like, second, three, four, five times. Yeah. Like, to come in my life, which, you know, I've learned differently now, but, um, like he's my dad. And I always like believe that like growing up religiously that like I honor my parents, whether or not they're doing the correct things. Yeah. And me and my dad have always had that like relationship. Like, you know, he didn't hit me. He hit my brothers. So like, I truly didn't have that, you know, emotional detachment from him. So like, yeah, he hit my brothers. I got pissed and shit, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. There's some sort of connection, especially with this health. Like, I yeah. wouldn't ever want to, like, you know, have a day where it's like, you know, he's gone. 
in that last conversation maybe there was none or yeah there was none. it was out of spite or anger so yeah and mom she's just you know she's like she's not she's set on like you know going to college yeah i'm different compared to my siblings like yeah. i didn't go to college yeah and that's she, a hard battle yeah it's a hard battle so yeah. it's like you know siblings get rolexes and it's like if you don't go to college you're not getting you know anything yeah and it's like the support from her compared to my dad my dad supports my dreams more than you know she does yeah and that's like totally fine but at the same time it's like yeah what about me yeah yeah yeah. and and it's fine you know she she's amazing she supports she's a good mom mostly just there's some things that you know she says and does and it's like i don't totally agree with you yeah a thousand percent yeah so as you're graduating high school and kind of transitioning to that college world what what were those times like um to be honest like i was in a a pretty toxic relationship Uh, and every high school boy yeah 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 and like, if any of y'all in high school are trying to date, I would not date. Like, yeah. dating is so dumb in high school. So like, dumb. Like, so dumb, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, immature girls and boys. Like, I yes. was immature. You were probably yes. immature. I was a psychopath. Like, yeah, but... Am. <laughs> but, but was way more of one. Yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah. It's just stupid. And so, like, you know, I thought I was in love. Yeah. So that's why I left SMSU to come closer to her. Yeah. No, that shit, like, it was a ripple yep. effect, you know? That yep. happens. I remember sneaking into my, my high school girlfriend's house, being 16, 17 years old, and, cr- like, literally army crawling through the woods because her dad wouldn't let her Really? Come I was nuts. I'm talking about 1 a.m., like, <laughs> army crawling through the woods, bro. Bro, that's crazy. I, I couldn't even tell you all the crazy things. You know what yeah. I mean? So I, I know. No, facts, facts. For me, it was a couple years uh, a couple years ago in comparison to you. That was two, three years ago. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? For me, you know, you're talking about five, six, seven years ago. So, but no. it, I can still remember to this day, you know what I mean? Being crazy. That high school love, you learn, I think you learn a lot of lessons. I think that's like the, like one of like the first or second, like pivotal moments for a young man mm-hmm. is going through that psycho stage, that high school toxic, really yeah. that psycho, <laughs> that real. psycho relationship stage yeah, yeah. of like, Nothing else matters except that high school girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nothing else matters. You know what I mean? You will fight anybody, do anything. You'll say anything. So I, I can remember that. No, like, no, I, I remember totally that like agree. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. High school, you definitely... I feel like like teenage years. Like I've yeah. noticed that like um, zero to ten, you know, I actually wrote this like somewhere. I wrote like zero to ten, you're learning about like, you know the fundamentals of like physically being able to move in your body yeah 10 to 19 it's like you start to like be able to do like actionable things so like you can you know you're aware of your surroundings you're aware of like the people that are around you you become friends with people you lose friends and like when you hit that 16 and 19 or 15 and 19 going like freshman to senior year like you learn so much about who the people you want yeah. are in your life. And then you learn that those friends aren't going to be there, you know, during oh college because they're gone. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. I- I've noticed that like a friendship is way more than like being there in the tough like times, but it's like loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. Because I've lost a lot of friends like yeah. from loyalty just I- alone. I tell people so, and it's so crazy you're saying this right now because you know, going, going through uh, literally just transitioning this new year with my business loyalty is something i preach daily you know what i mean i think a lot of people they they take the concept of loyalty and they misconstrue it and they think that a business owner like myself when we preach loyalty it's out of selfishness 
that yeah. I want you to just be loyal to me because it benefits me if you're loyal to my business. But ultimately, when I'm preaching loyalty, it really corresponds with what you have to preach as a, as a physical fitness you know business owner is that yeah. if you aren't loyal to yourself, mm -hmm. you're not going to be loyal anywhere else. And being loyal to yourself for me immediately is reflected in your physical health. Yep. I don't think you're a loyal person if you're a fat person. I, if you're, you're, I totally agree. <laughs> like if you're out of shape, you can't. How are you going to be loyal to somebody? You can't even be loyal to yourself yeah. and put the put the biscuits down and go hit a workout. Yeah, dog, you know I, what I mean? totally like, agree. And so, and and listen, I, I love you know all different types of people. I've I've got skinny friends, fat friends, different. You know what I mean? Different yeah, yeah. different types of people. So it's not that I'm shaming anybody whatsoever, but. And I think to myself in regard to loyalty, it's loyalty is so rare and it's so much more rare in today's day and age than anything else. So it's it's a special topic to me. I got it tattooed on me, so you know it's special. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's America. If we get it tattooed, it means something. So mm -hmm. but but I loyalty is something that because it's so rare, when something becomes rare, the value immediately increases because now it's not a it's not a common like just just thing that's available. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not a common commodity. So now it's like all right, there's not immediate access to loyalty. Now it's going to be overvalued. So the individuals that are extremely loyal, especially within my business, those are the people that I take care of. You know what I mean? I extend grace to, and I kind of live under that that like that Robin Hood philosophy or that King Arthur philosophy of like the round table. Like if I'm eating, you're eating, and if I'm starving, it's facts. I That's think facts. you know what I mean. Like if I'm yeah. starving, you, you better sit here and starve with me because mm -hmm. that loyalty isn't reflected in when we're all eating. Loyalty, like you said, is reflected in can you sit here and starve with me when we're all starving? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because everybody wants to show up when the plate's fucking full. That, that's that's the crazy thing. You know what I mean? Like, I've noticed that um, the people that hated me during high school shit on me, you know, said, oh, yeah, you, you twins, they be like, you know, taking roids, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They're the ones now, because they see my social media blowing up, yeah. that they want to just step in my life and, you know, try to make good, yeah. you know, nice conversations. Hit a be like, hey, let's hit a workout. Yeah. Bro, come on. Yeah, miss me with that. Yeah, yeah, miss me with that. That's what I say. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't give them energy. Yeah. Because why give them energy if, you know, I was always so nice to them. Yeah. You know, but they never respect Just look down on you. Yeah. So, where, did you... Outside of football, were there any other sports or hobbies in, in high school and just growing up that you feel molded you and that you just really enjoyed? Um, that's like kind of the thing. Um, I never noticed like I could have done way more about my mental health and like things that actually genuinely could have like repaired, you know, the hurts inside of me. Yeah. Um, and I stuck to lifting and football only. Like me and my twin, we were in the gym twenty four seven. And it was football 24-7. Now, did you guys all turn out pretty well despite – I know yeah. growing up in a – my dad was alcohol, so it was domestic abuse. If you look at the record, it was domestic and child abuse. Yep, so I, yep. I know growing up in an abusive household. And I got two other half-siblings. I've got oh. I've got a half – an older brother I've never talked to, yeah, basically. Yeah. And he turned out, like, not good. You know what yeah, I mean? Drugs, yeah. different things like that. And then I got a little half-sister who's intelligent. And then me and my, my biological sister, full sister, she works here, intelligent – and so there, the three of us turned out good, but one didn't turn out so well. What, did any of your siblings, are they kind of still on a rockier path? Um, so older brother always took, like, the father figure role. So, like, yes. he was always focused on us three, like, young kids. Like, yeah. me, my twin, and my sister, who's 18. Yeah. So it was, like, 18 to 22, we were all, like, super close. And he took the like he's got brains. He's got he got a thirty six on his ACT. Yeah, he's score on his said, SAT. Yeah, he's gonna be I mean, a heart surgeon. Yeah, heart surgeon. Sixteen years in college. Crazy, yeah. bro. Um and 
he really, really played like the father figure yeah. and molded us into like who we wanted to be. And we always realized like younger, like faith was always a big thing. Yeah. But now it was like, you know, if you want to be like dad, you can be like dad. Go drink. Yeah. Go do stupid things. Yeah. But it was like, what's the bigger goal in life? It's like, and I felt like using the gym instead of going out Friday night, Saturday night, like the other people were doing and, you know, drinking, smoking. How did he just never did that? What did he do? Your older brother, like what did he do or what did he say that kind of influenced you in that? He never did it. So just him showing it. Yeah. Showing it. Yeah. And mom was always like harping on us. Like, yeah, it was too much. Sometimes like she just said, you know, some hateful things about my dad. Yeah. But it was like, we didn't want to be like that. Yeah. And we saw the people that, you know, we went to a big, big school in um, Wisconsin called Arrowhead. I don't know if yeah. you've ever heard of it. But um has two campuses. So it had, like, the freshmen, sophomores, and you have the juniors and seniors. Wow, it's a big school. Big school, like three, 4,000 people that yeah. go to it. For Wisconsin, that's big. That's big. Yeah, Would yeah. you have a 1,000-person graduating yeah, class? Yeah. 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 Mine was 400, 500. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. Yeah. Crazy. And, um... Yeah, he never did any sort of drug, drinking or smoking, yeah. anything in high you school. You probably don't like college. drinking. Um, now it's, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit. Like, I went out with a couple of the boys, like, mm, like a month ago. Because, yeah. like, I moved down here only, like, three and a half months ago. Yeah. So, like. But you probably don't do it consistently. Because no, don't do it. it's not good it's not for good. your testosterone. I, I, it's not good yeah, for your yeah, health. Yeah, yeah. I just did it because it was kind of like a celebration of, like, a new Well, you're path. 20 years old. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I haven't drank in... Like, I've had a drink here, yeah, here yeah. and there. You know yeah, what I mean? But there. I haven't drank in five five years. But what people don't see is 15 to 17, yeah. I was blasted. Yeah, blasted. You know what I mean? Just blast. Like, but it was a lot of anger from my childhood of no dad, just have my mom. All, you know what I mean? Like, just angry. Absolute angry. That was that, that dark season for me. Because people were always like, you know what? Actually, no, it wasn't 15. I started drinking probably 12 or 13. I think I was about... I think that was my sister. My yeah. sister did that. I so. think I was about 12 years old. About, yeah, about 7th grade. You know what I mean? I think you're about 12, 12 to 13. Yeah, so yeah. when I started drinking. And so I, I remember going to a college party at in, in middle school. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like I, rem- I people are always like, you know, why are you going to drink now? It's one, I hate it. It reminds me of my dad. And it tastes like shit. Yeah, And facts. then secondly, I was a psycho in middle school and high school. You know what I mean? It's like... Mm-hmm. I've had my stomach pump more than probably people will ever do yeah. in their entire life, you yeah. know. So it's like that ain't fun. A catheter ain't fun. Yeah. You ever had a catheter? No, no. <laughs> no a catheter, way worse than stomach pump. You know, <laughs> when you're like blasted and like, get the oh, cat- that's the thing that they're like, oh, get the ca- like, oh, you, oh hell no. You that's never, the thing you ever that been goes- so drunk they say get a catheter? No, no, no. no, you, don't, no. you guys don't know what. Is, is that the thing that? <laughs> yeah, you know, they put damn. a tube, and it's not a little it's, tube. It's a big tube. It's a bit. It's a thick tube. Yeah, dog. shit. And they like, t- and when they pull it out, they're like, t- they tell you breathe, and you're like. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. We're gonna have to put the catheter clip on TikTok. <laughs> no, that's crazy, bro. Hell no. Yes. So like I definitely don't I know I can't like I'm I'm not good around alcohol. You know what I mean? It's like kinda like that that family environment type of thing of like mm-hmm. yeah, no. And I think for me it's kinda like I always tell people, because getting into 100% commission sales, I always tell people, listen, nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's going to loom over you and hover over you and force you to go out and do the work and do the business. Like, nobody forces you. You have no yeah, boss. Yeah. Yeah, you know what no I mean? Boss. So, so you got to go fucking get clients yep. and go to work, or you're not going to eat. 
You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and that'll be the rest of your life. And so I tell these cats when it when it comes to this business, it's like you need to show yourself because we we we're we live again we live in a world of like we only show ourselves the upside. Nobody shows themselves the downside because we live in a soft house world. And I think it's seventy or eighty percent of, of kids grow up like you and I, no mm-hmm. dad. And so now there's no physical parental figure in the house to smack you in the face and say, this is what happens when you get bad grades. This is what happens when you go out and smoke weed and you go out and drink and you go do things you're not supposed to do. You know what I mean? So now we're only focused on, I'm going to get a Lamborghini. I'm going to get rich. I'm going to get the girl. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this and I'm going to get that. I'm going to get. I'm gonna have a six pack. And it's like, no, you're not. You're lazy as shit. You know what I mean? No, you're mm-hmm. not. You're not, you're, you're not going to go to work and different things like that. So it's like, I tell people, you got to show yourself the cost of not being disciplined. So you're not disciplined. Well, now you have diabetes. You know what I mean? Well, you're not disciplined. Now you're broke. You drive a Toyota and live in your mother's basement, right? And so it's like, if you're showing yourself only the reward and not the cost, you're gonna live in a in a fantasy land, and you're not gonna be a top G. <laughs> yeah, like I, I believe that like to my heart, like because um, honestly, I see a lot of kids that you know from Arrowhead, St. John's, because I went to private school halfway through high school, so. My sister, you know, she did that drinking stage where yeah. she was getting pissed drunk. Like, dude, like she'd come home and her eyes roll back yeah. and everything. It was like crazy. And I'd see that. And now she, you know, she's on a good path now. She's going to go to Baylor. But, um, That's a solid school. Yeah, she's um, finally passed that badass yeah. stage. But um, it was the people that were in my grade that were hanging out with her. Yeah. Because my sister, you know... Women are born with value. If you yeah. think about it, women have what a man can't have. You yeah. know, men have to work to having value in life. That's why you see suicide rates so high in men. Yeah, seventy-three percent of suicides are men. Yeah, it's because they don't feel valued. Yeah, and you know why? Because when they're born, they're not born with any. So we have to work as men up the you know yeah. hierarchy. Women, they have something that a man can't. What do you, What do they have? Pussy. Okay. You, you know what they have, okay. bro? Like, so, it's for real. I, no, I, no, no, no. I agree. It's, it's, it's something that, like... We have a saying in business, and the saying is that pussy is undefeated. And so... It is. And, and, it and is, bro. The implication there, all respect, you know what I mean? All respect to just everybody in general is the fact that, you know, when, when you're doing sales and everything, it's, it's happy wife, happy life. Mm-hmm. And, and not to directly associate the value of a woman to her sexual reproductive yeah, system... Yeah, yeah. But more so to the fact that you, a thousand percent agree with the the just the the overall motherly womanly princess type of nature that 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 a woman is born with. Like, yep. what is a man born? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, it's just a stinky, smelly like yeah, creature yeah. that that's what you know, I'm that, we're like half competent. We don't know what to do, and so it's like I a thousand percent agree where you have to mold yourself into something that is worth something that mm-hmm. is valuable. So I completely completely agree with yeah. that. And I think right now, like, the reason why we go through stuff, like, young, I think that makes us who we are, like, as we grow up. Like, the yeah. father that we want to be. Because, like, we both kind of resemble, like, each other. Yeah. Like, we had bad childhoods. But it's like, do we want to be like our father? Or do we want to be the person that, you know, can be there for the kid, can exactly. support the kid, can support the family, put food on the table? Exactly. And it's like, that's more than life itself. That's more than money can ever provide than being like a jackass or yeah. being like just a complete douchebag or just like, you know, lying all the time, stealing all the time. Yeah. It's like I'd rather be the man that has morals compared to the man that might be rich but has no morals. Yeah. And you can be both. 
there's a lot of people that are both. I see it all the time. Like um, Hector Salgado, he's one of he's probably the biggest personal trainer in Chicago area. Yeah. So he trains at Moan Gym, and he's kind of my mentor. Like he says, it's hard when you get to the top to stay at the top. Absolutely. How can you stay at the top? How can you be consistent and have the same amount of like drive each and every day and not have the highs and lows. Yeah. Because there's a lot of millionaires that become millionaires and they lose and it. They lose it. Football players and yeah, NFL, football players. Not for yep. long. Yep. It's crazy. I, I don't I think it's eighty percent and it might be it that might that statistic might be off, but I think it's eighty percent of football players lose all of the money. Yeah. Um, you know, after retirement or Honestly, I think the average career for, for an NFL, it's three and a half years, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. And I don't know if they, they qualify for any types of pensions. It's it's pretty messed up when you actually dive into the pay structure. they got to pay tax per state, per game, different yeah, things like game. that. Yeah, per game. Yeah, I saw that. I was yeah. like, what the? Yeah, there's a, lot, there's, yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of crazy different taxation. They make like half of what it actually is projected out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my, my mentor, my business partner, Simon Arias, we kind of talk yeah. exactly like your mentor when it comes to if you get to the top, when you get to the top, one, the first thing that's going to get you there is obviously hard work and patience. A lot of people think the grass is greener just everywhere else. You know what I mean? They're always Tell trying to about go it. over here and let me try this. And it's like stick to this diet or for, for you guys, it's probably stick to this diet, stick to this split and give it long enough for yeah. it to work. Yeah. You know, people are probably always looking for a new workout. And, the, you know, some, I always see people hitting abs and I'm like, you're, you're, you look like shit. You just you eat burritos and, and that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Potato chips all day, dude. It's more than working out. Thirty yeah. percent of results are working out. Yes, but if you are not like eating correctly, yeah, bro. If someone eats chips right after a workout and they're saying that, oh, that's how you get, you know, six to eight pack. Fuck no, bro. Yeah, like, come on, bro. You can't be eating burritos, chips, yep. sugars, candies, cakes, bro. Come on. That's why you become fat. And it's the same deal with business, and it's the same deal with maintaining success. Mm-hmm. And, and in regard to maintaining success and, and even gaining the success, you know, my mentor, he always says, Simon, he says, there's three things that'll take people out. And we always say, because we're men, the number the number one thing is is women. So we were talking about yep. the value and different things. Yep. With, with, and, and so getting into, as a man, getting into a bad relationship with a woman, a toxic relationship with a woman will br- not only break you, it will destroy and cripple you. And as you see today in, in correspondence with the suicide rates, yep. it can literally take your life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Being in toxic relationships, I know those crazy high school thoughts of like you lose this girl and it's like, the, it's not the, it's it's the end of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're yeah, about, it's crazy. It's the bro. end of the world. And you're like, you look back though and you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, literally. But but it's that's number one. And then, and then the second thing is lack of humility. So many individuals are always, and, and ego is expressed in so many different ways and shapes and forms, mm-hmm. but, but mainly I see it expressed in a lack of coachability. So many individuals are, are unwilling to listen and learn and have a mentor, yep. you know what I mean? Because we're young or we're men and, and we don't want to take shit from anybody. We don't want to hear anybody because that's perceived as weak. Well, that's fine. Perceive it as weak and always be broke or perceive it as weak and always be out of shape. You know what I yep. mean? Whatever it might be. And then after humility, so you got your first thing, you got women, you got humility. The third thing is irresponsibility in regard to decision-making when it comes to money and alcohol, drugs. Yep. You know what I mean? So yep. people that go out and splurge a bunch of money, they gamble, they do different things, or, or they drink insane and they do a bunch of drugs. Those three things, a combination of those three things, and then you women out there that are listening, obviously number one for you would be a toxic man. Get into a relationship with a toxic man. And and that's – I think there's there's – when, when we talk about a world of equality, there's equality 
to the to the fact that if you get into a bad relationship, a toxic relationship, it will drain and destroy your life in every shape, way, and form. I totally agree. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, there's nothing in the world that I would despise more than than seeing one of the females in, in my world, my little sister and my mother, having some zero value man, some just absolute weak pity of a man be be in her life and devaluing her through his weakness and disgustingness mm -hmm. and, and of, of being a shameful man. You know what I mean? Um, a man should be um, um, a man should be a hardcore individual, a warrior in a garden. You know what I mean? Somebody yep. that's prepared and ready to protect financially, physically, mentally, spiritually yep. and train himself up on a daily basis. You know what I mean? To Dude, become great, you know, and great. it's like there's no way I'm letting some fat slob mentally, physically, spe I don't mean in, in just a physical, in, in the physical form. I it's mean, mentally, yes, spiritually, all of it, all of it. Bro. You know what I mean? Like it's every aspect of life. There's, it, it can't be accepted. No, so. it can't be. And, um, like that's kind of why I moved down to Chicago because I was looking at like demographics. I was like, yeah, dude, like first month I was, I, that I opened my business in Wisconsin. I made like $7,000, like personal yeah. training. People were buying here and there, but they want this. They yeah. want the physical aspect. And then it kind of slowly died down because yep. people don't want to pay for a service in Wisconsin compared to Chicago, bro. You move here, people are in a big city. People want to get fit. People want to like live a healthy lifestyle and they, they will pay the money, bro. I mean, you come to Mo Gym, you pay 120 to... 150th session. I think that's what I pay. So yeah. I, I I have a personal trainer. His name's Tommy. Shout out Tommy. I'm getting him on the podcast Friday. And he's 248, 249. And yeah. then I want to say he has his pro card. I think he just competed or something. Oh, but really? Yeah. yeah, yeah he's yeah. A, I don't know. You'd probably know better. Let's see. Let me pull him up and see what he competes in. Um, men's? Or men's classic? Something. Classic or men's physique? You would know this shit way yeah, better than yeah. me. Because I'm just going to call the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Cause I'm gonna compete probably two, three years from now. Yeah. Like I'm too small. Like I really am. Like I might look big, but promise you, bro, to get your pro card, I want to get it in like one year. This is him. I don't. I don't know if he's. You'd have to scroll to see one of his. He, he competed a couple weeks ago. I think oh yeah, he's he pretty was big, bro. Six percent body fat, two forty. Oh, so he's when doing. He thinned out. Hang on, let's see. He's probably doing more. Yeah, I think he's doing. Mm. Yeah, let's see if he's actually got it. I think I pay one twenty-five or one fifty, and and I only do one session a week. Dude, people won't even pay that in Wisconsin. They yeah, won't no. even. People complain about two hundred fifty dollars for three months of <laughs> online coaching. <laughs> two fifty? Yeah. I can make that in like an hour. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> people won't pay that in Wisconsin because people want to sit around. It gets winter. People get depressed. People, people don't want to work out, and that's that's where you run into. They just He's want bodybuilding. They want a pill. You yeah. know what I mean? Because what the, they they don't want the process. They want the product. So they look at you as a product. Yep. They and and that's why you probably if I were to go into personal training, I would have to heavily underpromise. I'd be like, hey, listen, Fat Joe, you know this is gonna take a lot longer than what you fucking think this is gonna take. Okay. Yeah. You're probably thinking this is gonna be six hours. This shit's gonna take you six months. You know yeah. what I mean? And looking at your fatness right now. It might take us six years, you, yeah. you know. So it's like, I I, I give you kudos because I feel like that's a that that's I feel like that's harder than doing what I do with selling insurance because life insurance is pretty simple. Where, hey, look, you're gonna buy this, and this is gonna be a bunch of money that you weren't gonna save up, regardless. You know what I mean? That you weren't gonna save up 
regardless. And now it's put aside to take care of your final expenses. So you're going to pay a couple dollars a month to have a bunch of money. It's death insurance. There's mm -hmm. nothing else to it. Getting in shape. Now you got to get somebody in physical pain, discomfort. They're paying yep. you to do it. They're insecure about their body, mm -hmm. obviously. So now you got to convince them to get out there in the public, or you got to convince them to buy home home equipment, which they're probably not going to do because they're crying about one hundred twenty five dollars yep. or one hundred fifty bucks. So, I mean, you, that, that takes incredible sales skills of like, yeah. it's one thing to just send them a picture of your six pack and be like, you're going to have this soon. It's like. Dog, I don't know, a couple weeks go by and they don't have their six pack and you know what I mean. They decide to pick up the brownie and they're like, uh, I don't have it's the crazy. six pack. I'm just gonna crazy. munch on the brownie. Yeah, honestly. So when I moved down here, I had done, um, you know, independent contracting. So you probably know yeah. this stuff. Like I did independent contracting for about five, six months down in Milwaukee. Then I did a free internship. So yeah. I was learning, you know, programming stuff like that. And then I went through kind of another breakup where, you know, I let, you know, that shit affect me. But I was like, fuck no. Like, so shout out to, like, my uh, mom's boyfriend. I'm I'm really close with him. Because, yeah. like, he financially, bro, I mean, he makes, like, close to, like, 60000 each month on yeah. passive income on real estate. Oh, wow. And then he does his plane company. Yeah. And now they want to charter, like, cruises. Like He'd be cool ships. to get on the podcast. Yeah. Mark's dope, bro. Yeah? And Does he, he live around here or Wisconsin? So he lives in Milwaukee. And okay. He's a big investor now. Like, so he wants to see me financially grow by myself. Yeah. And then he said that, like, one day we can open a gym. And that's a goal. 25, yeah. 25 years old, I'm going to open a gym. But yes. it's going to be massive. Like, I yeah. want a nice-ass gym. Do you listen to um, Alex Hermosi? Oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. He was, he was a gym owner that transferred into some type of acquisition company. Yep. I, I think he just kind of almost like – it almost seems like private equity where he kind of, like, buys into companies. I, I, I read one of his books, and it's actually really good um, – forget what it is, like $100 million in sales or something like that, but it's Little Purple Book. It's phenomenal. You should read it. Mm -hmm. But he's a stud. You know what I mean? I would yeah. check his shit out because it sounds a lot like, uh, you know, what you're talking about right now. But, that, yeah, that would be dope. We'd get Mark on the podcast. Dude, he's he's the man. He stays up. Like, think about it. On average, a millionaire sleeps about three to four, five hours a day. Yeah. He sleeps, like, three to four hours a day. And yeah. he's up at, like, 2 a.m. on his computer, spreadsheets, like, both computers, side by side, financially making sure, like, this is where my money's going, this is where the money's going, Yeah. blah, 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 this is how much I'm spending this month, this is how much I'm saving. Yeah. And it's crazy, bro, like, what yeah. he does, and then, like, just, like, being able to save, because, like, he's got, you know million dollars in assets that he has yeah and if you think about it like he could spend a lot a lot of money like on yeah. a bunch of shit like he could buy himself right now he said he could buy himself like a lamborghini yeah like they've been looking at him but they don't want to because you know w would you put in that or would you rather put in like airbnbs and yeah. then start reinvesting and then you know you have a house here florida you have a house in colorado you have a house in california you know you can go save at it stay at it but then also like when you're not there you yeah. can you know make money off of it absolutely and that's what he does that's dope. It's insane so obviously we know by 25 you want to have a gym but 20 to 25 what's the goal what are you going to do the next five years um so right now definitely you know personal training um it's crazy only been down here in like um three months and you know i was doing good like sessions like probably like you know i thought it was a lot bro like at 18 i thought like you know eight to 12 sessions a week 
you know, making pretty, you know, okay money in Wisconsin um, compared to now where you actually, like, I've broken down, like, my hourly when I was in Wisconsin. I was yeah. making, like, you know, 17 to 20 because I was selling packages. So you yeah. could train with me all you wanted for six to eight weeks or 12 weeks. Yeah. And, you know, I'd get you results, but, you know, I was only making, like, 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. And I come down here and, like, business is booming. Um, Started December. Like, so I moved down here October 4th. Um, December, I had 27 sessions a week. Wow. Yeah. Now, could you ever and it's do... hourly. Could you ever do 27 in a day? No, you can't do it. Because it's an hour, bro. What if, Each session's what, what an if, hour. What I if could you, double up. Yeah, yeah. What if you had people work, trainers work under you? Um. So, yeah, that would become... so. I, like you could multiply. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what I will do in the future. So, Hector... Salgado, he's an independent contractor out of mode. So he pays mode to use the facility but train his own clients. Okay. So if you break it down, he makes he trains two people at once. So he charges sixty five an hour, but he's doing hundred thirty an hour, technically. Yeah. And then he does eight to ten each day. Dude's the most consistent dude I've ever seen in the gym. I mean, he's yeah. a top G. That's why like he for real is, bro. Like he made Two hundred fifty thousand yeah. in just personal training last year. Wow. He posted it all over social media because people don't believe you can make it a career, but yeah. you can make it a career if you actually grind. Yeah, you got each work and every day. Enough. But he's consistent. Like he doesn't have a day where he has like two sessions. It's always eight to ten, no yeah. matter what. Like he has three fifty people, like three hundred fifty people on his waiting list. Wow. Like, and he's trained fifty cent. He's trained, like, um, uh. Who's the big boxer out of Chicago? He's training uh, Rachel. So she does Pier Nova. She owns her own um, cosmetic brand that yeah. did Black Panther okay. um, this past year. Yeah. And then um, Jazz Jackson's another big one. She's yeah. dope. She uh, sculpt 42. Kenzie Vance, have you heard of Kenzie Vance? No. Dark sport athlete. So she's a NPC wellness competitor. Okay. And he, you know, he's mentored toward her throughout the whole journey. I mean, she's got like. 600k on tiktok and then she's yeah. got 100k on instagram she makes 10,000 a month bro off dark dark sport yeah that's solid just like yeah chilling yeah like getting free clothes and everything yeah working out in it yeah so i think 20 to 25 i want to um keep growing my instagram page um and young la i think that's the goal Young is, LA. is that the that's the brand, right? Yep. Uh, to have LA. them sponsor you. Yeah, yeah. Who so, owns Young LA? Giordani. Giordani. Yeah. And who's that? Um, he lives in Chicago. Apparently, his house is fat as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Hector said. Suburbs or in the city? In the city, bro. Oh, he's in the city. Like and it's big. A penthouse or no? It's a house. Damn, having a house. In the, I saw one nice house in the city. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Hector said it's just big, bro. Like it's huge, but. If you think about it, bro, like he started that from the ground up. Yeah. Now it's some almost like a billion dollar company. Yeah, I could imagine. I am hearing Young yeah. LA more and more. So yeah. when you start competing, what are you gonna compete in? Class men's or? men's physique right what, away. Now what's men's physique? So that's a board short, so that goes down to here. It's only okay. upper body physique. So okay. um you kinda work for, you know, classic physique, it's more um the X shape. So yeah. you're working to like have big ass legs and yeah. a big upper body. And then small waist. Okay. Upper body is just, you know, kind of like more of a V tapered. Yeah. So, yeah, it just takes time, bro. Like anything. You got to you gotta bulk up, cut, bulk up, yep. cut. 
that's how everything now, works. Who do you look up to most, like all time in the lifting? Um, industry? Alex Eubank for sure. Um, yeah. Alex Eubank, fitness lifestyle. He creates fitness lifestyle, but at the same time, he puts like faith in it, and I love that. I love that like, too. Um, he can preach his like God's word. Yeah. And be able to spread that across, you know, a million, two million people. Did he ever, like, win anything? Um, He's not, like, a bodybuilder bodybuilder. Okay. Oh, okay. So, like, he's kind of more, like, a fitness influencer. I meant, like, Ronnie Coleman, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, did you like any of those guys? Chris Bumstead, for sure. Now, did, is that what type of competition you'll be doing? No, that's more classic. So, that's, like, the speedo look. Okay. Maybe I'd do that one day. But, dude, Chris Bumstead, if you look at, like, where he became. Actually, uh, Hector has a picture from him. Uh, 2016, he got a picture. He was like, he was like this, and you know, now he's like yeah. massive, four-time Mr. O. Um, Chris Bumstead, like, if you watch his YouTube channel, like, uh, he talks about mental health a lot and yeah. how how much it plays a factor in like who he is now because you know he's doing a lot of roids. Yeah, and that's what like, you know, girlfriend now she's like, oh no, shouldn't take roids. Like, yeah, but like that's the sport itself. And when people, like, on Instagram say, oh, you're taking roids, you're taking roids. Like, no, nah, if I was taking roids, bro, I'd I'd be cut at 240. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm not cut at 240. What are you like, right now, 170? No, I'm, I'm 205 now. You're 205? Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought you Sorry. said you were I was like, I was no 160 down here. I'll sh- I can show you a video. You said 170. I was like, this motherfucker's not 170. He's no, no, bigger no. than me. No. Um, this was, like, peak cut. Um. But yeah, Chris Bumstead, he's talked about it a lot, like just mental health. I mean, everybody has their sad days. Yeah. But it's like, how do oh, you you're gonna how do you manage? It. Unless you want the Wi-Fi, you want the Wi-Fi. No, it's like uh, my camera roll. So. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. On the two phone gang. That was like one seventy. Yep. Shred it up. Yeah, but I definitely have a better video of like me. I don't know where it is. You see the top G got arrested? Yeah, that's BS. You think it was a stunt? It's a stunt, bro. I think for it's sure. a stunt. For sure. Just to get more people like you and I talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I no. mean, he's a marketing wizard. There's, like, some things I don't agree with what he says, but, like... I'm the same way. Like, I truly do believe that he's got a good heart, but, like, some things he's got to, you know, yeah. chill out about. Yeah, exactly. Like, the way he does treat women, like, it just, like, you know... There's some things that he says, like, but other than that, he's a baller. Yeah, like, baller, except for, like, like, I always tell everybody, like, I agree with a lot of his, the things he says, but you have to ask yourself, would you let someone top G your sister or your mother? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like, you're not chop, chop G and my sister having multiple wives. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to, like, come over to, like, have, I, I told I told the guys, like, I'm not going to come over, you know, to see my sister and, uh, you know, like, have, like, a family dinner or something. Yeah. And. You were like, oh, well, which wife is coming out? And, like, my sister's, yeah. like, one of the wives. Like, that ain't happening. You know no, what I mean? yeah, yeah. And, I don't know. I think sometimes he says things yeah, about he, women. Yeah, he's and a little like, vulgar and aggressive. Yeah, he's a little vulgar and aggressive. Like, I think he thinks that men should, like, dominate a woman. Yet, yeah. I've seen my mom and my grandmother and 
you know, Diane Hendricks is another big woman in Wisconsin. There's a lot of women yeah. that are way more successful than men. Like, yes. a woman can support a family financially. Yeah. If that's how they want it to be, like, in the yeah. relationship. Because I believe each and every relationship has their own, you know, yeah. goals. And their own and, dynamics. Yeah. And if a woman wants to support a relationship, I'm totally fine with that. But for yeah. me, I, I want to be, like, the head of the household. Like, yeah. spiritually, mentally, physically, yeah. and financially. Who do you like? Because you've, you've mentioned your faith a lot. Who do you like to listen to uh, faith-wise? Stephen Furtick. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Elevation. And Michael Todd. I like Michael Todd. Yeah. He's the he's black. Just, he's a black. Yeah. He's dude, a black right? guy yeah, from yeah, yeah. like Texas. Ah. Uh, he just like throws like more emotion. Yeah. And I like how he kind of has like a comical like sense to it. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. You see that guy that uh, NFL Live. He he prayed on ESPN. No. Who was it? Chad Orvinoski. Oh. Okay. So he's one of like the analysts. I know. On T- there. Tebow used to do that a lot. Bro, he got. He got so much shame. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They, they really, like, just didn't. I, I feel like they just kind of took the hate of him, like, for some reason not being able to perform at the NFL level and just kind of, like, associated it with his faith, too, as well. But look at how well off he is. Yeah. He's a Dude's stud. a multimillionaire. Yeah, he's a stud, regardless. And he keeps it. Yeah. Yeah, he's a yeah. stud. But, yeah, I, I absolutely love, love, love Elevation. Love Stephen Furtick. And my faith has been the biggest thing that's helped me. Mm-hmm. I would say with my journey, my mental health, and, like, so like when I, I, every time I look in regard to like how I ended up in the position that I'm in, like not going to jail, because I, I had a police expulsion my sophomore year. I got kicked out of school on, on a legal level for, for fighting and, and uh, making death threats, basically. So yeah. um, I look at my life and I'm like, I have zero idea how I'm in a position where, you know, I run a multi-million dollar company. I've built, you know, phenomenal relationships and despite life throwing chaos. on How a, did on a you do basis. that, though? Like, so what yeah. What was like the moment in time? Because, like, you know, there's a lot of people like you, but they st- yeah. that don't get to where you're at. So what point, like, in regard to how I did it through the business or, like, what was my mindset mentally prior to leading up to this? Yeah, like, how did, like, what event hit you where you're like, damn, uh, I got to, like, switch my act. Like, I got to, like, like, I'm fucking up. Like, Yeah, there was a lot of rock bottom. bottoms for me. I mean, rock bottom for me was, like, nine years old when my parents were in jail. You know what I mean? And, like. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's, and and really the majority of the reason my my parents went to jail was for uh, fraud. You know what I mean? So wire fraud and tax evasion from from my dad. And then from from that life, you know, prior to that, we had a bunch of money, obviously, because mm-hmm. he was you know doing doing illegal things with money. And so I was on private jets. You know, I was on a private wrestling team, and private jets and all types of money. We had a you know nice nice house and. You know, a bunch of property. I grew up in the country. You know what I mean? I grew up on a farm and, and little rock. I called a farm, but some people wouldn't call it a farm. But I, we raised Tennessee walkers or horses. So I was, yeah, yeah. I was riding horses and shooting guns and had, like, everything you could ever think of. And then they went to jail, lost everything, got out, and we grew up on welfare. So I went from, like, riches to rags to riches. That's how I tell people. So it's like, it's almost like giving, a like, a fat kid cake and taking it away. Like, that fat kid's going to get it back. So, like, my cake was, you know, that lifestyle, and I think... From there, it's like I, I pretty much got thrown into church, forced into church, mm-hmm. um, right when my mom got out of jail. My uh, Her dad, who pa- passed away a couple years ago, rest in peace, um, so he had like told us there was a good church, and we, we had gone to a non-denominational church, kind of like Elevation, from I was, what, 10, 10 or 11, until I stay, I st- talk to them today. I still talk to my youth pastor today, you know what I mean, yeah. once a month or something like that, and... For me, it was, I mean, that was rock bottom. I mean, I can remember 15, 16 being 
drugged out of my mind and, and just drinking and, and waking up Mother's Day in a, in a crack house. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just uh, like just and my mom just showing up crying. You know, it's, a, it's I have no idea like where I'm at, like what time it is. You know, I don't know how yeah. she even found me and uh, rock bottom. My ex, you know what I mean? That toxic high school relationship, 17, 18 years old, rock bottom. You know what I mean? Me cheating, her cheating, just the whole like, um, like end of my life, you know, type of relationship. This is this is the end. And then uh, from there, my, my dad out of prison, I tried to rekindle a relationship with him because I knew I was poor. I knew I was broke. And I knew my life was just absolutely horrible. You know what I mean? And I, I kept thinking to myself, it's like, there's no way that, that I can I can live the rest of my life just poor. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there, I can't do it. I can't accept it. And so I, I, I told myself, I don't care if I have to get the money illegally. I'll rebuild a relationship with my dad. I'll do whatever it takes to, to get rich. I moved back down to Arkansas for a week or two. He's running a business. He's not paying anybody. And now, come to find out, I know, like, you know, maybe sometimes in business, you, you're going to run into hiccups where you you're, you might have to lay fucking people off. Amazon just laid 17,000 people off. But... I, it was more than that. He was still doing shady shit. He's actually under investigation again. But like you, brother, at the end of the day, even though I don't talk to my dad, I forgive him and I love the dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I got yeah. the Bible, the Word of God. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Honor honor thy uh, mother and father. And you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a big advocate of that. So from there, I'm praying every night. I'm like not just praying. I'm every night worship, like heavily like a, like a spiritual experience of worship music, of like putting on the worship music, like, and not just like singing it, but like feeling it. Just, just like, just like growing up in church, you know what I mean? And that was my favorite part is the worship service. And to this day, I do that every morning, two, two worship songs to start the day. And if I don't, I'm probably going to be extra asshole-ish. So, and, and in that moment, you know what I mean? I really feel like it was like a divine arrangement. I feel like God brought me back to Pennsylvania. I was working in my buddy's pizza shop and it wasn't just a couple weeks went by and I got an, I got an email from a life insurance company in Pittsburgh and uh, I went and checked it out. There's Maseratis in the parking lot, a bunch of yoked guys looking like you and they were like Wolf of Wall Street type environment. They were like, you just yeah. gotta get a life insurance license and you can, we can hire you and you can start. And I got my life insurance license pretty much that same day. I called up my mom, we rounded up money between her and my grandma. You know, I was negative, yeah. negative money. So we all were, you know what I mean? From food bank lines and, you know, food stamps to water off. My house got shot up to all these different things that occurred. And I'm grateful now as I look back, I hated it. I hated everything. I hated my, my whole life and I was angry with myself. I was angry with my mom. I was angry with everything. I was angry with my dad. I hated the whole world because I grew up so in my mind and perspective, so poor and broken and stolen from, and that entitlement just beat me down where there was no other option but up or death. You know what I mean? It was up, death, or the military. So, and shout out to the military as well. I don't, I, every time I share this story, I always reflect back and feel like, you know, maybe I'm being disrespectful when I, I say like my option C was the military. But, for, and, then, and then I think in, in those moments as I reflect and it all compiled together, it put me in a situation where, you know, here we are now, it's almost six years later with with life insurance so yeah and if you think about it you didn't get rich over one night oh god no. like if you think about it like no. a lot of people want to just get rich overnight and they i've got like an elon fail then i feel like i have you know a, what i'm saying a micro absolutely i feel like i have a microscopic elon musk situation a lot of people don't realize elon's lost 200 billion dollars over the last year yeah or something and so I think people don't realize billionaires go to zero. And even myself, like the, my, the, my most liquid richest point was off the 400000 that I made. 
not that 2.6 million and not the million that I made or this 2 million we made this last year. That 400,000, I had about 100,000 in the bank. Right now, I put every fucking dollar back in this business. I live right here on this couch. I put all my money back in this business. Yes, sir. Nobody sees that. Yeah. They see Instagram. They see me up smiling, working out, excited, recruiting, developing, and training people, and building up a fuck ton of passive income. You know what I mean? Right now, I've got two, three point, I got two or three million dollars that the company and my book of business owes me in a passive income base yes, that'll sir. start to release on a month to month basis as more and more of the business starts to pay out. But everybody sees all the all the excitement, all the traveling I do, everything I've done over the last five or six years. But people wouldn't go up, get the hundred thousand in the bank, and then I got the ownership opportunity. I took that hundred grand. I spent every dime transitioning into becoming an owner, putting all my money into leads, buying this office. This office isn't free, so this is a leased office, obviously. But you're talking about ten, fifteen thousand dollars a month in lease expenses. Then I buy leads for my people, which is five grand a week, and it, that fluctuates. And then I pay for the staff pay for the assistant so it's like people think it's all glorious to run some multi-million dollar, and that's why no, I, it's not because it, it goes right back in the it business goes right back in the business and and he, my, my partner simon always says heavy is the head that wears the crown everybody loves the crown and they want to take it from your fucking head yeah all your boys and all your friends you grew up with that are in high school and they're looking at you now they're like oh it must be easy it must be nice it's not you know bro, what i mean he's not. cheating or he's doing this and it's like even uh, listen even if you are fucking cheating one I take a little bit of testosterone. It's still fucking hard to yeah. maintain. You know what I mean? So for those of you that are like, oh, you just take drugs and it'll make it all better. I still eat way better than 90% of people. You know what I mean? There's no Twinkies just hanging around all week long, different yeah. things like that. I still work out. I mean, how many times do I work out a day? Twice? At least. Yeah, at least twice a day, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can't, because I gained way more respect for people running a little bit of tea and, and looking at these guys that are huge in the gym. People don't realize how, like, to get big, there's some genetic freaks out there. I will, I will, oh, yeah. I will admit there are genetic freaks, but to get big, you have to. I've been in situations when put over this last couple of years of trying to put on weight because I was 160 forever. Mm -hmm. Of putting, but you're a wrestler too, exactly. So, so the cardio kind of depletes cardio it, but, depletes it. But I'm telling you, I've put metal on to eat to get rice and chicken down. Because I'm not hungry and I need more carbs and I mm -hmm. need more protein. So I'm I'm putting like undead on just so I can eat. You know what I mean? Hollywood undead just so I can get the food down. Because it's, it's, it's almost harder than a workout is being regiment in your diet. And it's like it goes – it goes – it just goes so well with just life. As people people think everything's so sweet on TikTok and they think everything's so sweet on social media. It's like if it's so sweet, bro, you come do it. Yeah, you come do it. Come show me. We'll see how long you can last because yep. I'm going on six years in the insurance industry. Let's go. Let's see you do it. You know, and it's like if it's so easy to lift the weights yeah. and to be a personal trainer, then I was like, you know what I mean? I kind of respond back to people right now. I've been I've been uh, I've just been uh, what, what is it, what is it called when you just mess with them back? What, what What's that term? You know what I mean? Uh, oh, where you just mess with them back. No, it's not Riz. It's not, not Riz. No, not but, Riz. But what's it called where you just mess with people back? Trolls? Trolling back. Yeah, trolling, trolling. So I've just yeah. been trolling them back. Anybody that says anything stupid on my social media lately. Because usually I don't care. I try to respond with positive energy. And I try to think in correspondence with my faith of like, this is a child of God. Let me be respectful. Even to my enemies, this is how, this is how I think and this is how I defeat people, I feel like. Because it's like, that's a child of God. Let me love them. Let me respect them. Yep. But lately, I've just been trolling them and saying you're sad <laughs> you're sad 
And oh, dude, I wish this would load. What? I would, I would Here, show you, bro. Get the get the Wi-Fi. Like so, pull up the Wi-Fi and see if I can share okay, it over okay. your phone. Because I gotta show you this, like TikTok, um, Instagram, bro. The amount of people that you know slide in. I actually had a kid that slid in yesterday, and you know he's asking for some advice. You know, I give him nutrition advice, yes. but that's like all my DMs, bro. He ain't like, even I'll gonna do it. Get ten to twenty. Each day, yeah. If it's like, some are positive, but then it's like, what's nutrition like? I give them advice. I give them advice on like, hey, you're split. You gotta yeah. progressively overload each week. You gotta get better each week, and then you also have to deload because deloading is just as important as progressively um, loading up. What if you just hit calves and biceps? I'm asking for a friend. If you hit calves and biceps, calves are hard to grow. Yeah, but what if you Genetic. just hit that like forever? Forever? Yeah. Like just for asking know, for, I'm just asking, I'm asking I don't know. for not Can't me or work. anybody. Yeah, you ready for the Wi-Fi? It's Arius Delabic 125. Yeah, let's see if that that's works. the Wi-Fi, and then I'll. Uh, Did it share? Yeah, capital A. Yeah. Are we gonna get hacked if we say it out loud? All in, and then what is it? 22. Yeah. Okay, 22 with an exclamation point. I wonder if Nick will change it yeah, to 23. Should. Damn it! Don't say it on the podcast. Um, no, but like for like real, like I'm only I've only been doing it for you know ten months. Yeah, and you know it's like up and down. But I want to get to that point where it's consistent. And you've been doing it for six yes. years. So, what's like advice you give to people that like you know like I'm at one year coming on one year, and you know I I really am thankful for yeah. where I'm where I'm at right now. But like in six years, bro, I want to be at you know the top consistent yeah and i want to own my own gym you really want to win yeah i'm gonna win bro yeah but like you really want it you really want like you really want to guarantee it yeah completely eliminate the idea of a time frame fuck six years okay tell yourself i'm doing this until i die and then you guarantee you win oh yeah 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 you know what i mean lifestyle no i i totally agree but but i but i I think also a combination of like okay well well how do i really get this done in in the in a combination of my goals of six years you know what i mean and it's identifying Who's the person in the industry that you respect the most and has the most success? Okay. Getting the game plan from them would be second. And then third, being the most coachable person. So if that's Hector Salgado? Yeah. So, well, if you think about it, bro, I'm surrounded by the top people in the industry. Yes. Joey Thurman. You look up Joey Thurman on Instagram. Um, he has done fast body results on um, Beachbody. You know, Beachbody, that yeah, disc, bro? Yeah, I did bro, P90X3 yeah. in high school. Yeah, so he has his fast results on there, 30 days. Uh, I think it's like 30 days or whatever. But he actually shot out. He just came out with a new book called The Minimum Method. You should buy that, bro. Yeah. It's actually good. Yeah. It's a minimum method on how to become spiritually, physically, mentally, just like a round, well-rounded that's, person. That's how you got to be successful, brother. You, yeah. You name it. You know what I mean? I tell people all the time, and, and I think they fucking laugh at me when I tell them. I Because we, we call it in our business mind, body, and spirit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Me and my partner. Like, I'll show you a picture of my partner. He's yoked. And uh, if, if we always tell people, it's like, if you want to grow anything outside of your life, it starts with you growing within. Everything yep. external is a reflection of internal. So if you want growth, it starts with in here of growing your mind, your body, and your spirit. And yeah. If you maintain growth of you becoming the best possible human being you're, you can possibly be, you're going to be a rich human being, not just in your finances, in your mind, in your body, in your spirit, because you're going to directly produce in this life who it is you are as a, as a man, you know what I mean? And as a woman, and uh, there's, this, there's this quote that I keep, and I share this with myself more than I share it with anybody else. 
And this is from Socrates. And it says, no man has the right to be an amateur in the matter of physical training. It is a shame for a man to grow old without seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable. I don't just, I don't just apply that to the idea of physical training. Mm -hmm. I take that to the idea of mental training. Every day I read the dictionary, just one or two pages to enhance and increase my vocabulary, my communication skills, because I desire to be, it, it's, I look at this and I say, no man has the right to be an amateur in the matter of mental training, spiritual training. I want the best possible relationship with Jesus Christ. I want the best possible mindset that I can have when it comes to my business. I want the best possible body that this body that I've been blessed with can produce. Yeah. And then I want the best possible business as well. And I dissected it. It's a shame. That's, that's the only piece that I, I associate myself with it because do I want to be shameful or do I want to be worthy? Yeah. Right. So it's like, I'm all, it's just very simple. It's like when, when I'm waking up at four 30, it's like, do I want to be a shame this morning or do I want to be worthy this morning? And so many people just, they, they, they lose, they lose that first battle and they, they select shame and it's, it's disgusting. And, and it's crazy. They, they'll take the day before and put it in the day that yeah. is happening right now. Like, that's one thing people don't realize. Like, you got to let the past be the past. Don't let it hurt you. Learn from it. Become the person you want to be. And each and every day is a new beginning, like it yes. says in the Bible. It says, do not fear 365 times in the Bible. Do you know why? There's 365 days in a year. So if you think about it. If you come in the day fearing, how do you think that you're going to be worthy? You're going to be of, fear, yeah. fearful all day yeah, long. You're going to be shameful. You're going to be doing dumb things. I want to see what verse I shared this morning. I think it was Matthew. Oh, I got to show you my brother. Here, here he is, bro. He's freaking massive. That's him on the right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah bro. He's yeah. big. He weighs, yeah, 240. See, I shared this with the company this morning at 7 a.m. Matthew, what is that, 237 or something? Yeah, yeah, directly I love corresponds that to what we're talking about. Th that's a good one, bro. Yeah, I got Romans eight eighteen on my chest, and then yeah. um, when I lost my, have you ever heard of Bojangles down in the South Chicken Place? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so my best friend, his grandfather started that. Okay. So um, about April 6, twenty twenty one, he he got murdered. Wow. So he went to he was actually coming up to see us. Me and my twin play. How did he get murdered? Uh, so he went to a concert. His mom told him not to go to the concert. He went to the concert in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and after the concert, you know, he's driving like a Mercedes AMG. Yeah. A nice, nice, nice car. And he went to the gas station. Bad area. Came out with a Gatorade. Dude came up to him and said, yo, I want money. He said, nah. And shot him twice in the wow. chest. Yeah. I know That's the insane. guy, too, because... Actually, you know, I was going to make a trip down there and see his mom and stuff. And, well, because he lost his dad when he was young from Who? suicide. Charlie. His name's Charlie. Okay, the, so, your the, best yeah, friend. So he's on my back, actually. I got, okay. I got a tattoo of, um, like, my favorite verse, like, worry about nothing, yeah. pray about everything. Okay. And, um, yeah, so I was going to go down there. But so the reason why we became so close again is because his dad was uh, – committed suicide when he was like nine yeah so he always had that you know resentment in yeah. his head and then he was gonna get married and he came home his girlfriend had overdosed wow killed herself so he had like a bunch of like you know like mental health issues like like he depression anxiety yeah all that stuff i met him through like a family friend and i dude 
I didn't know the dude. I drove down to his house, and she was like, yeah, he's amazing. He's 24, great guy. And, you know, went down there, had, like, the time of our life. Like, we uh, went to Asheville, yeah. ten- uh, North Carolina, which is, like, beautiful, bro. It's, yeah. like, mountains and the city, bro. It's absolutely gorgeous. But we became super close. That was in, like, 2018. And then three years on, went to go visit him. He came up to, like, buy us and stuff. And, um, yeah, he got murdered. But wow. I always, like, believed that, like, when we'd hang out, like, he was just a different person. Yeah. And, you know, he'd take his mental breaks, like, here and there, like, where he wouldn't respond. Yeah. And that's what I thought it was. So I didn't find out for, like, five months. Like, I didn't know he was dead. Wow. Because, like, I th- I kept texting him, like, back and forth, like, saying, hey, where are you at? Like, are you okay? Yeah. So I just thought he was, like, going through some hard stuff. Yeah. But he always, like, believed in who I wanted to be. And yeah. same with my twin. Yeah. So, like, having someone that you can learn from, like, coach, like, yeah. being coachable, is so it's so true, bro. Yeah. Like, you got to have mentors, like, because those are the people that are successful. thousand percent. And those are the people that have gone through some yeah. sort of damage in their life to make them the person they are today. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. Powerful. So as we wrap up, because we're like an hour and 20 in or an hour and 10 in. Really? Yes, sir. Damn. So where can people find you? Mo Jim, Chicago, West Loop. Um, where can they find you on social too? Oh, Dr. Phil Zeke, Zeke on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Um, so I came out with a YouTube video about like a month ago, just like personal training and general yeah. glutes, but I'm working on, you know, just like TikTok and Instagram mostly. Um, I do a lot of motivational stuff on yeah, Instagram. I like it's, it. It's sick, bro. Yeah. I, like I, I got the niche down. I, I'm growing like yesterday. I grew like a thousand followers. So yeah. I'm doing all like organic growth. Yeah. So it's hitting like everybody. Yeah. You know? yeah you're doing good. Yeah. You're yeah. doing good with yeah. it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Appreciate it, bro. Well, this was dope. Um, Make sure you guys check out Dr. Physique. Cool? Yes, sir. All right, big dog. Appreciate it.